Hey, before I start, I know you you didn't see it last night, but did you, well, I'm gonna ask the question in there. But did you happen to see any of the Mike Tyson docu series today? Then I no. Thanks. Okay. But anyway, I'm gonna talk about it. It was good, but what I'm talking about, you'll know because you know the history about his mm-hmm. cost, um, um, his trainer. So, mm-hmm. Okay. Hey guys, your girl Sonia, and welcome back to She Says She Says Sports. Today I have with me producer extraordinaire Mike Prince. Hey Mike, how are you? I'm doing fine, Sonia. How are you today? I am doing well. It's been a long time since you've been on the show. I mean, it has been a long time. It's been a long time, but I'm in tune and in touch every week. Yeah, because you have to do my show. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. So you had a birthday last week. How did you enjoy your big day? I enjoyed my birthday to the fullest. I had a pleasant surprise. Uh, my wife, along with some city officials, got together and gave me a citywide birthday uh, parade, and it was totally awesome. I had people come as far as Dallas, Texas, to be a part of it. It was something that knocked my socks off. I was pleasantly surprised. Um, I somewhat boohooed uh, the entire event. Um, My wife is in the background talking about somewhat. Um, It was very emotional, very powerful, very uplifting, very encouraging, and it was just you never know who you're impacting and how you're impacting them, and the people came out and just poured out and showed much love, and I was truly, truly thankful and grateful. That's awesome. What what do you mean somewhat boohooed? Well, it all depends on how you want to classify what is a boohoo. You know, uh, a lot of people have a tendency to think I'm this hard exterior type individual, but I'm a very warm individual, a caring individual, and uh, my wife is in the background uh, casting shade. If you're hearing this, um, but I'm, you know, I'm I'm a family oriented type guy, and um, my family is really my lifeline. It's important to me. I have strong family values. And to see that your family, friends, and loved ones, and community members would go out of their way to express love to you on that day. Because I have a unique thing. I've never really celebrated my birthday since I was 17 years old. I had an epiphany that it was a day that I created all kind of heartache and uh, pain for my mother. Uh, She could have aborted me. She could have abandoned me. She could have given me away. And so I... I try to celebrate her each year as long as I have her with me uh, to thank her for not, you know, casting me away in a trash can or something. And so I just kind of made it a personal quest to celebrate her as long as I have her with me. And I, and I, and I love that, that you honor her on, on your birthday. That's cool. But I, I love my birthday. That's my big day. And I do. I'm going to start with my mom too. I think that's really sweet. You told me yes, that ma'am. I like that idea. Yes, ma'am. So, so now, Mike, as I mentioned earlier, you've not been on the show in a while, and a lot has happened since we talked. I mean, we had a SWAT football spring season. We had a championship game last month where Alabama A&M took it all. Coach Odom resigned from Southern and joined the MEAC. And, of course, the entrance of Coach Deion Sanders, a.k.a. Prime, as JSU's head coach. 
What are your thoughts on all that has happened, the things that I mentioned, and just some stuff that, you know, that have caught your eye during the SWAT spring season this year? If I were to summarize with one word, I would have just said, wow. Uh, just <laughs> yeah. so many moving parts and so many dynamic moving parts when you go back in reverse, the addition of Deion Sanders coming to the conference. Now, it's one of those tomato-tomato type situations, uh, love it or hate it. The fact that it's brought an impact, however you want to stand on it, positive or negative, you can't take away the Deion Sanders factor. Uh, the fact of, of Dawson Odoms, I think that is a huge impact on and off the field, not only to Southern University, but to the conference as a whole. And the fact that we had spring football, and not only just spring football, but spring sports for the first time, uh, a multitude of sports going on that would have normally taken place in the fall, and everything that has taken place and how the conference responded to it, some in a positive light, some in not so positive light, but the ability and the willingness to move forward with the uh, stake of saying, you know what, this is what we're going to do, and this is how we got to get it done. We might not have all the answers, but we'll try to work out the answers to the best of our ability. Right. Yeah, you're right. I would sum it up as a big wow, too, um, especially with Odom leaving. Like, it was a huge impact and will be a huge impact. Um, in the SWAC period, it's, it's just, I mean, you know, he's been a fixture, what, eight years at Southern now? Yes, and eight years with Southern, eight successful years with Southern. Yes, I mean, and and right. so that's not an easy task to do with any uh, level of coaching, whether it's NAIA, uh, Division One, Power Five, high school, tiddlywink, little league. It's, it's not an easy task to do. And sometimes when a person is consistent, they're not a big flashy individual. Sometimes it seems mundane. And to be quite honest with you, sometimes it may go a bit unappreciated. But it's one of those impacts that this guy was, to me, a true diplomat for the sport of football, for the conference as a whole, and for the institution that he represented that in the case of Southern University. And the, and the kids. He loved those, those kids. Absolutely. And, Absolutely. Um, he, he turned that whole program around. He really did. So. Yes, ma'am. He definitely uh, left it in better shape than what he inherited. You know, right. when you think about the impact that he and the, the, the residue that he leaves behind, you know, who could say that this man did a bad job, even if you didn't like the fact that he had the Achilles heel against Alcorn? And the, I guess the echo that I could say about that, who hasn't had an Achilles heel when it comes to Alcorn these past few seasons? Alcorn has had everyone's number, and it just is what it is. And that's another exciting factor that we got to put into the case with the fall coming up, Alcorn okay. transitioning over to the West, they'll get a chance to come and try to, I guess, reestablish themselves as that they are the true dominant force in the SWAC. Even though they took the spring off, their mission, according to Coach Fred McNair, is to go back and rightfully take back the championship, which they feel was theirs to begin with. 
Hmm. Well, we will see. Um, I am definitely looking forward to this to the um, fall season, and with millions getting vaccinated, you know, um, throughout the country, do you believe we will have a fall a full fall season, unlike our spring season, due to a few games cancellation cancellations and postponements? Well, we're definitely in a much better position coming this fall than we were when this thing first started. Right. To say a full capacity crowd, I'm still going to be slightly uh, reserved, and I would say maybe three-quarters of the way full because mm-hmm. even if you open it up full gate, the people have to feel comfortable enough to come out and be amongst other people. So just like they're removing the mask, people are getting vaccinated, you know, there's still going to be some people feeling leery. You know, I know I've been vaccinated, but how I know this person sitting next to me has been vaccinated. You know, they have a card. You know, they have people that have these fake cards now to say that they've been vaccinated. So it's still going to be a lot of psychological growing pains that we have to deal with. But it's definitely an exciting time, and I know that many people are really concerned about homecoming, regardless of where they're going to be celebrating homecoming at. And that's what it seems to be the driving force, not only for the institutions, because when the numbers are strong, that means there's a good payday for everybody involved. So hopefully people will get comfortable enough to come back and say, hey, we're back in full stride. Absolutely. That's great. So we shall see. Like I said, you know, looking forward to the fall season, and we will go from there. So, Mike, I know you probably was asleep last night when this came on, um, earlier this week when it came on. Did you get a chance to see part one of the Mike Tyson, the knockout docuseries? No, ma'am, I did not get a chance to see that documentary. Please, when you get a chance, um, in between producing and sleeping, please do yourself a favor <laughs> and check it out. It is it was really good. What I you know I was glad to you know I know the story about Mike, but I love documentaries um, about athletes. You know, especially you know last year I had a field day with Michael Jordan's um, The Last Dance, but um, I love the relationship between Mike and Customato. Um, how he helped him become heavyweight champion of the world. But what caught my attention um, when I watched it was that that he helped Mike get to that place but died before Mike won his first championship. And it reminded me of Moses leading the Israelites to the promised land for 40 years, yet God only allowed him to look over into the promised land because he was disobedient. And it almost seemed unfair that he didn't get a chance to experience that with Mike. But he prepared him, you know, to get there. Do you, you get what I'm saying? It was. I'm not saying he was punished for that, but it was just like I immediately thought about Moses and, you know, how long, you know, it took him, and then he couldn't go in there. And seems like Cus couldn't make it to the promised land either, but he helped him get to that place. Right. Well, the thing about Customato's relationship with Mike Tyson. When he and Mike crossed paths, Mike was a troubled teen, had some challenges, of course, growing up, and had a lot of aggressive energy. And so Customata 
kind of had him transfer that over into the world of boxing, and the rest became history. And part of the growth pain that Mike Tyson had to deal with was losing custom models, and it was really kind of the beginning of a rocky road because Cus was that solid piece, that solid voice in Mike's ear to kind of keep him on the right path. And then he got so many people were whispering in his ear trying to tell him this, that, and the other because, believe it or not, we all have those groupies that like to hold on to us, especially when they're getting free rides and benefiting from right. being able to say, hey, I know X, Y, Z. And so he had to kind of grow through that, and it appears now later in life for Mike Tyson that he's gained a lot of wisdom, gained a lot of, uh, let's say, solid grounding to continue on with the rest of his life to be productive. But he had to go through a very challenging road to get to where he's become right now. That's true. That is true. And um, I think what allowed Cus to understand what he was going through, because I didn't know this, he he was a troubled teen growing up as well. And so right. that's, that's why they, they, could, they connected from there, from that. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Go ahead. Well, part, part of our hidden mission, and a lot of people, and I'm not going to turn this into something totally different, is that a lot of people spend a lot of time trying to figure out what's their purpose in life and how can they, how can they add to the betterment of human life while here on earth. And you have to really look within. And a lot of the things that you have to overcome personally is really your assignment to help those who are coming behind you mm-hmm. on how to deal with those type of things But the problem is that we walk in a lot of denial. We don't like to let people into our worlds and to share our past hurts because of vulnerability. We feel like people might use it uh, to hold something over us. But that's how you really become a better person. That's how society becomes better. You cannot be afraid to open yourself up to let people in. Will you get hurt? Yes, you're going to get hurt. Will you get burned? Yes, you're going to get burned. Will you become disappointed? Yes, you're going to become disappointed. But you cannot let those shortcomings in life shorten the person that you were designed to become by learning to share your past hurts and disappointments. That's true. I totally agree. And I'm glad you said it like that because um, one of the – I wouldn't say commentators, but one of the guys, one of the guys that they interviewed for the docu series, he actually called Cuss um, an opportunist. And you, you know, we've had this conversation before. I hate that word sometimes. Yes, I understand there are people in this world that are opportunists. However, if you, like you say, if you know, first of all, if he hadn't poured into Mike, we would have never known Mike Tyson probably. Um, two. He was a boxing, he was a trainer. That's what he did. He was a manager. So if he saw a gift in somebody, why wouldn't you try to, you know, not only help him, but help help yourself? Is that so bad? Well, depends on if you look at it as the glass half empty, half full. Mm -hmm. It's one thing to become partners 
and then it's one thing to become slave owner and uh, you know and then one that is just the slave so when you look at it all depends because if we look at this thing for what it is in the world people are going to always look at how they can benefit from it i've learned that the hard way in life uh, sometimes you can be loyal to a fault and you're putting all this energy and effort in and the people just going along for the ride, and when they get to their stop, they said, oh, this is where I get off. And then if you're not careful, you'll walk around with a bunch of bitter uh, moments in your life, and you'll never be able to recover from that thing. So right. I think you walk into situations with your eyes wide open, and believe it or not, you expect the worst, but you're always hoping for the best, if that makes any sense. And mm -hmm. that way, when the disappointment comes, not if the disappointment comes, but when the disappointment comes, you'll be able to deal with it and adjust a little bit faster than to be caught, let's say, with your guard down and get that knockout blow that could set you back for years, if not the rest of your life. Well, okay. I, I can see what you're saying. I I agree a little and then I don't. But I, I get It's all good. Yeah, I get what you're saying, though. I do totally understand. Well, definitely make sure you check out. And, you know, um, got listeners out there, if you haven't seen it, please check it out. It's actually on Hulu. Um, and you can also see the second part coming up next Tuesday, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on ABC. And now, how many parts will it be? It's just two. It's just two. Okay, because, you know, all that – Six and eight hours. Don't do Mike. Don't do Michael. Hey, I'm just saying. You know, I, you know, I have so many. You know, see when I look at television, this might sound crazy. I'm. Uh, I admit that I'm quirky. Um, I don't watch a lot of television because it's like I'm watching people work, and I'm supposed to be working myself. If that makes any sense. So I'm sitting up here watching you at work and I'm losing valuable time where I could be getting some work done. So I kind of limit my television intake, if that's... And, and that makes a lot of sense. But don't do Michael Jordan. I, I already knew that was a shot to my, to my boobs. That was not a shot toward Michael Jordan. It was just uh, me and my position and how I view television. That's all Mike, it is. He said six or seven, and he's the only... I don't know any other docuseries that's, that, that's been that long. <laughs> so. Okay, well, I, I wasn't intentionally trying to shoot at your boo, Michael Jordan. Forgive me. Thank you. That's all I wanted to hear you say. So, yes, ma'am. Um, <laughs> you're not taking a bait with me today. I thought we were gonna, you know, go back and forth. But no, that's probably coming. It's probably coming when we get into something a little bit more, I guess, um, debatable. That's oh, not no, debatable. No, what I'm about to talk about now is not debatable. So. Mike, as you know, today is my last day with Open Mic Broadcast, and it's bittersweet for me because, and I'm not going to cry, because you and some of the team that I've met, including your wife, Stephanie, you're family to me now. You've become family. However, I'm excited because you have helped prepare me for this moment. You know, the first day I spoke with you on the phone in September 2018, we hit it off immediately. And I was not expecting that because I, I just didn't I didn't know what to expect actually. Um, 
from the beginning, you believed in me, you encouraged me, you pushed me. And I even disappeared on you for a few months. Remember that? <laughs> yes, ma'am. I do remember I quite scared. well. I was scared. And you were you were expecting stuff out of me. You know, it's amazing how you can pray and ask God to, you know, allow you to give you the opportunity to do stuff. And then when he gives it to you, you know, you like, you pull away. And that's what I did. Um, and even through that, you still, you know, you, you, you kind of understood it. But once you asked me, how am I afraid to do this when you sing in front of 20,000 people and you talk every day? And, you know, I told you singing, that's second nature for me. But interviewing people about sports, that even though I love sports, I, I'm far from, like, a export, you know, and, I, and I, I know I can't put myself up against, like, you or Faith Steele, different people on TV, Charles, Bishop, you know, people that I, I, um, that I call my mentors and that I admire who, help, who have helped me along the way. So that was just, I didn't think I was adequate enough. Um, although I believe God placed the vision in me, it, it was still very scary. And I remember the very first test you gave me. You didn't say it was a test, but I could feel it. And after I passed, you then said, Mama, had you not taken care of what I told you to do, I was going to tell you I was not going to be able to help you. help you. You remember that? I remember it quite well. and I just I was just like oh my gosh because I just felt it but I'm so glad you took a chance on me and although I I have a long way to go and you know just developing my craft I'm so far from where I came from well you know Sonya um, the gift that lies within each and every one of us has to be cultivated and sometimes you don't see yourself the way others will see you, and you need to be nudged. In some cases, it's flat-out pushed. But there's an old saying, it's best to be brought up than to be drug up. And when you know that a person has the capability of doing it, and even though it seems cool while you're in the middle of it, sometimes you just got to let them go and figure this thing out but you're always having a watchful eye just in case they stumble. You don't want anyone to fall, but the person has to know that they can stand on their own and not only stand on their own, begin to walk. And when you begin to walk, you begin to run. And as you begin to run, you begin to cover ground that you didn't even think that you could cover. And that is always going to be the challenge. That's always going to be the test. And it's not about being the best but it's about doing your best. And when you can give all that you can to yourself first and to those who you surround yourself, you never come up short, even if you don't hit your goal for that day, because you can look yourself in the mirror and know that you gave everything that you have. We've all had to overcome something, and we'll still have to overcome some things, and that's why I push. That's why I drive. And I have old motto. I might not be the best, but when I do my best, God is pleased. And where I may lack in certain talents and skill sets, the one thing that you always remember is that never let anyone outwork you. And if you have that type of mentality, you'll never lose at whatever you set your goals for. Thank you.
Are you crying? No. I there's that. no cry there's no crying in radio. I know. I know. I'm not crying. I'm You're not sniffling. Crying. A little. A little. Ah, here you go. Here I'm you go. Right. See this I was the only look, the only lady um in the family and I'm trying I'm trying to be hard like y'all. I'm sorry. It's um, not about being hard. It's never about being hard. You know, uh, we we opened this show up talking about my boohoo moment for the birthday parade. So it's never about <laughs> it's it's never about being hard. But you you have to always remember let the main thing be the main thing. Okay, there is a time and a season for everything, and it's okay. To, to weep, but don't boo-hoo. It's okay to laugh, but don't become a hyena. You know, it's okay to, to be hard, but not like a bag of bricks. So when you have to have that balance in life. And when you understand that the bottom line is, yes, we're reporters. Yes, we're part of the medium. Yes, we're an information source. Yes, we educate people, but you know what we do more than what other people really want to acknowledge? We're a source of entertainment, whether it's three minutes, 30 minutes, an hour. It's a source of people to get all of those that we just mentioned and get a little entertainment out of it and walk away a little bit knowledgeable, a little bit more educated, a little bit clearer or whatever your said topic was for that particular day. Absolutely right. Well, as my grandma would say, this is not goodbye, but so long. I I feel I'll always be a part of the open mic family. Is that true? Uh, let's see. Let's see. <laughs> let's see. I just had the locksmith call and say he's going to change the locks really? out. <laughs> no, you're going to always be a part of the family. And uh, I want to say thank you for uh, allowing me to try to pour into you whatever little bit that I could help you along your journey with. And I know that greatness is in your life. Greatness is a part of your DNA. And whatever you do, don't quit on yourself. And remember, if you have room and effort after you've done what you've done, you've cheated yourself. Always push yourself to the membrane. Never, ever underestimate yourself, your gift, and your talents. The sky's going to be the limit. Don't be afraid of making mistakes because it's part of growth. Don't be afraid of being wrong because it's part of gaining knowledge. And always remember, always remember that Mike is always right. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Michael Jordan, yeah, but okay. I figured you was gonna throw that. I figured you was gonna throw that one in, but go. It's all good. It's all good. And you're right. You've always been right with a lot of stuff when it comes to situations and debates we had. So I I can say that. (laughs) I will say I'll never forget what you've done for me. You have been such a blessing in my life. Allow me to. Help me get to my dream, and I'll always be grateful, always. You know, may God bless you 100-fold return for what you've done for me. 
it it I'm just I'm thankful. I'm truly, truly thankful. Um let me stop. So please tell the listeners how they can follow you on social media and listen to your shows. Well, you can follow me on Twitter at the Mike Prince Show. We're also on YouTube at the Open Mic Broadcast Network. I do have an Instagram account. I don't use it as often. I need to activate it a little bit more, but it's OBN Radio, and we are on Monday through Fridays at 10 a.m. Central Standard Time. We also come live Sundays at 6 p.m. Central Standard Time, and we are available by way of sports broadcasts, talk shows, commentaries. Uh, We have, um, if you need a little uh, pick-me-up from your spiritual journey, we uh, do our Sunday morning lives on the Open Mic Broadcast Network, and that number is 857-777-0000. That is a legitimate number. And you can call in at 10 a.m. Sunday mornings and uh, share the good news with us. So um, I want to say thank you again. Um, I feel honored and blessed uh, that we've crossed paths and that you, for whatever reason, uh, allowed me to be your final interview on the open mic, and I'm forever thankful and grateful that God allowed us to cross paths. Amen. Me too. It was truly a divine um, order that happened, so I'm really thankful for that. Um, And, guys, you can follow me at She Say She Say Sports on Facebook, She Say She Say Sports 23 on Instagram. And, well, for the last time on open mic, this is Sonya with She Say She Say Sports. And I'll see you on the radio. Oh my gosh! What? Crying. You crying? Look, I, I, why was I thinking? Why was I about to say it's so hard <laughs> to say goodbye <laughs> to yesterday? And I, and you didn't tell the people how they can follow you and where you're going. Oh well, let's, I'm glad we're talking to the producer. So yes, ma'am. So, guys, you can follow me at She Say, She Say Sports. And see, well, that's the thing. I'm going to announce all of that on, I don't know the, um, I'm a, I'm a um, oh, that's what I said. So, guys, you can follow me at She Say, She Say Sports on Facebook, She Say, She Say Sports 23 on Instagram, and what I'll be doing, I'm not leaving um, podcasting um, completely. I'm actually just adding video um, to my shows now, and I still will have audio for the ones who do not want to um, look at my face. So um, I will be putting up that information um, following this show. So you just go to my um, Facebook page or my Instagram page, and you will find out all the information you need as far as how to follow me, what link to go to, because my podcast manager, she's doing it. I don't I don't have all that information right now. So just do that, and um, I hope, hope to see you guys over there. Well, for the last time on Open Mic, this is Sonia with She Say, She Say Support, and I'll see you on the radio. Very good, very good. And we so, can, um, hmm? I said we can add that into the fold there 
and make sure that everything is everything. Okay. Okay. So um, when will you be coming out on Fridays? How are you going to be doing that? The same. I'm still going to come out on Fridays, like I've been, you know, been doing with you. Um, the show will be out on at nine, mm-hmm. like it was. And um, I have my first show, well, my first interview on Tuesday. Okay. And so um, it's it's funny. Uh, how uh, everything, it was, I was like, he's been telling me this for over a year. You know, you were like, well, why don't you just get your, um, well, I haven't, I'm not doing a bunch of interviews, you know, at one time right now, but you was telling me to have my stuff, like have my people already. So what I did, because this is a different format, and I, mm-hmm. I'm like, I would just want to make sure I went on and, I have all my guests for June because sometimes I like to be like, who am I going to interview this week? And mm-hmm. <laughs> I just didn't know. So I've already, she sent, you know, like um, stuff to all of the people who I'm interviewing for next month. And then okay. in June, uh, we're going to start. I'll give her the names of the people I want her to reach out to for the following, you know, month. So I mm-hmm. kind of stay on track with this. Because, you know, usually sometimes I'll be interviewing with a bonnet on and shorts. Now I got to put on makeup, you know, all of that mm-hmm. stuff. And mm-hmm. I don't, it's like bull crap, but um, it is what it is. So, yeah, so it's still, like I said, on Fridays. And she'll do um, promotional flyers, you know, to announce. You know, it'll be the same. She said she'll do it the same day because most people – don't read, and they'll look at it and be like, well, I can't, I, I'm trying to get to the show, but I can't. So she said, I usually just do the flyers on the day of. And okay. That makes sense. And so, yeah, um, we'll see how it goes. Yes, ma'am, I think you do well. I think you do well, you know, and just just stay on the grind. You know, and 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 let let the Lord lead you and guide you. That's all you can do. Yeah, that's all I can do. And also, I'll be calling you um, <laughs> sometimes. So just remember my hours. Just remember my hours. Oh, nine to five, Red. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Yeah. I love you. Yes. Thank love you, you too, me. baby girl. And. You 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 stay focused and, and and don't slack. Whatever you do, don't slack. Okay. All right. Getting, and you great what? I'm getting ready to send you. This is the title because I know you're not gonna be on Facebook and you're not gonna look. So uh-huh. I'm sending you my um the title card that that's gonna be um done with every show. But okay. I, um, hold on, this I'll be announcing it as just you probably ain't gonna be able to see it till you get off the phone, but Okay. No problem. Tell Steph I say hey I sure will. I sure will. She went to the other room. Okay, we'll talk I'm sure we'll talk um Yes ma'am. Yes ma'am. You be good and all right. All right. Bye-bye.